I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. All the lines are all filled up. Everyone woke up. <laughs> we knew your problems were still out there. Uh, so uh, we'll do our best to get to all your calls. And thank you for joining us on this Saturday morning. And we're going to go back to Tom in Harwington so we can figure out what's going on with Firefox. And we did some research, Tom, while we were uh, going over the news break there. Okay. And Bob found a few things directly from the folks at Mozilla talking about this uh, issue specifically. Right, Bob? Yes, that's correct. They're... Uh They've been taking away support for these NP API add-ins because right. these are vulnerabilities that are built in to your browsers, whether they're BIE or Firefox or Google or what have you. And these are what uh, a lot of hackers have been using in order to hijack your browsers. So they're not supporting them anymore. They're purposely why. taking them away, Tom. Yeah, I, I have found this to be the case. And they're deemed legacy, and if they're legacy... They don't function anymore under this mm -hmm. new version. Yeah, and there's there's a way also for you to migrate from your 32-bit version to a 64-bit flavor because you have a 64-bit operating system, correct? That is correct. So we're going to put a link up there for you as well. It's easily found, too, if you uh, do some searching. And you can simply really? yeah follow their, their instructions and get you over to a 64-bit flavor. You may as well utilize that flavor of the uh, browser. You'll, it'll work faster for you. But if you go to Computer Talk with Tab... Yeah. And the, click on the archive links. We posted a link there specifically for you. Exactly. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, so definitely the way to go. Also consider Chrome. Um, I know we've been a big fan of Firefox for many, many, many years, but uh, Chrome is faster, and I'm not a Google lover or anything like that. I mean, right now, Chrome they, is the number one browser. They really are, and uh, we see it in our business, too, where third-party uh, applications prefer Chrome for its speed. So you may as well have it as a backup if you want to have a second browser on there. I have considered that, but I figure Google's so intrusive, I really don't want anything to do with them. I've used Firefox so, for so many years. Yeah. I'm just familiar with uh, it. No sweat. I, I, that's fine, too. No, no sweat. I, I totally agree with that thought as well. Would you put up a link for Chrome so I don't have to go looking for it and end up at the wrong place? We can, yeah, but if you go to Google, and you, I, I noticed that you Yahoo, uh, so if you went over to the Google page, you'll see that they have a link up there, you know, Browse, oh, okay. fa browse faster. Use Chrome. It's They're selling it all care. the time. Yeah, They have a little box that opens in the upper right-hand corner. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll give that a shot, too. Maybe uh, maybe I can get my email functionality back. Correct. So, yeah, the changes you were mentioning as far as when you're, you're using a browser-based email, obviously, right? Is it through Yahoo? Um, it's um, Outlook. It's the web-based email from Outlook. It used to be Hotmail. Okay, so you're using the Outlook.com. Yeah. Um, so you're having, yeah, so again, back to your browser having the ability to display this stuff. Uh, try Chrome. It might be better at 
um, dealing with those changes that have been made to your browser, or the 64-bit version of Firefox might deal with it better. Okay. Uh, so try try both of those things. Obviously, IE Microsoft's browser would pref- probably work "quote unquote" the best with Outlook.com because that's a Microsoft product as well. Yeah. Not that I'd recommend IE. No, I don't want to use IE. <laughs> you know, like I mentioned before, there's an update to 55.0.3, so you know maybe that fixes this. But I didn't want to get into it since I already started the call with you. Yeah, I would go first over to your 64-bit and then update. Okay. And that way you have the latest and greatest of everything. And maybe you're right. Maybe that'll solve your issue too. Okay. All right. Thanks very much. All right, Tom. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, yeah. Once you like something, I definitely agree with sticking with it. Um, so we have found though that Chrome is lately faster. And I don't think you're actually hiding from anybody. Um, you know, whether you use Yahoo or IE or any of these, uh, now your internet provider can pretty much track where you're going and, People are talking about using VPNs and paying for those services, and we've talked about this in the past as well, where those VPNs may or may not even be effective. Um, some of them advertise being uh, encrypted, and it turns out they're not even. So it's really hard to hide on the Internet um, and get privacy on the Internet. It, it, you're a digital connection. So just assume everybody's watching what you're doing. Everything you do on the Internet is no different than being put in your local newspaper. <laughs> well, the, the, Except nobody reads the local newspaper yeah. anymore. And the newspaper will get it wrong uh, as far as the quote. Let's go on to Brian in Southington. Hey, Brian. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, I, I just have a, I got a quick question. I recently bought a, um, a new computer from Costco. Yeah. Um, that, you know, it's running Windows 10. Yep. And it didn't come with any uh, – it only came with, like, the built-in Windows Defender for perfect. Uh, virusware. Yeah, perfect. That's a great – it's a great um, antivirus for home use. All right. Then that's kind of – that was my question. I was just uh, curious or uh, wondering what your opinion was on it and whether or not it's adequate without me having to go out and buy McAfee or Symantec or somebody else's product. Yeah, so I would say it's adequate as a AV for home use. However – you should consider a web filter like OpenDNS along with your uh, along with Defender. OpenDNS right. is also free for home users and will greatly improve your security because you're not going to be able to go to the sites that'll deliver the nastiness to you. They'll block you from those malicious sites, which is a good thing. And of yeah. course, you can block other folks uh, on your network as well from accessing those sites, so you can save other folks from themselves. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I've heard you mention that a lot. So it's really okay, that, that, the, it's the best way to fly on the internet. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm I'm semi network. Uh, well, I'm more network savvy than uh, than uh, PC savvy. Okay, then yeah, OpenDNS is exactly along your up up your alley then, because basically all you're doing is choosing a safer network. Yeah. So check it out, okay. Brian. I will, man. All right. Go BKMB. Definitely go be KMV. Right. <laughs> so, Thanks. all right, man. Thank you very much. You got it. BKMB Blue Knight Southington Marching Band. We're starting the season up again, and uh, we were uh, actually my wife and I were up at the uh, concert on the lake up at UConn. One the one weird thing about the UConn Marching Band and that concert on the lake is they point the wrong way. They point. They like to plan to the lake. And uh, but other than that, it was great. And uh, there's some great BKMB representation in the UCMB, and uh, so it was, it was a great concert. And like, but the marching band season's starting up, guys. And uh, if 
thankfully I'm not the president of the band anymore. I get to kind of just be a parent. <laughs> so let's go on to uh, Dennis in Norwich next. Hey, Dennis. Yes, good morning. Thank you for taking my call this morning. Sure. Um, I have a, a Dell desktop computer, so yeah. a few years old. Yep. Uh, and I did the Windows 10 update um, that can't, you know that they put out when they first came out with Windows. Yeah. Um, it's been running great ever since, but recently, within the past two weeks, they wanted to do a major upgrade of Windows 10. Yep. Um, and three times it's tried, and three times it's locked up my computer to the point where I had to turn it off, turn it back on manually. Yep. Uh, and then it would restore my previous version of Windows automatically. Same exact call we got first thing this morning. Ah. So, again, the boys at Microsoft have been trying, boys and girls, Sorry, uh, have been trying to figure out a way to make Windows 10 ubiquitous across all machines, and they promised that because they want to be kind of Apple-esque, right? They want everything to be that one operating system, but they can't quite seem to get it. Yeah. And you're not alone. So you had a Windows 7 machine, and you bit on the free upgrade, right? I did. And uh, you were sort of compatible then, and you're just less compatible now. Yeah. And Microsoft doesn't care if you're not compatible. How can I? Stop this forced uh, upgrade. Is there a way for me to do that? Um, I you, don't know. I think you can go to Windows Updates, yeah, and, and I think you can hide it. So we we say this with a little bit of I say with a little bit of uncertainty, but because Microsoft <laughs> is really wrenching this down people's throats. Um, basically, as far as I was concerned, it was considered malware to some people because they were updated without their consent. Uh, they were kind of tricked into doing it, and uh, it actually damaged some folks' businesses because they kind of forced it down their throat. So Bob could be right, and we can go look to see if there's a, a link to, to block updates of Windows 10. But I would contend that Microsoft will change that and force that update because they really want to keep pushing the updates. And they really don't care if Dennis's PC from Norwich blows up after it tries it because they <laughs> – Well, the newer the, versions of Windows 10 are not compatible with the older – uh, processors. processors. I think I, it's uh, uh, version uh, um, the, the, the fifth gen. Sixth, fifth gen. The fifth gen. Fifth gen. So it's got to be sixth gen or newer. Seventh gen or newer. Seventh gen. So sixth is gen is mostly gen. mobile. Well, seventh gen is mostly mobile, but yeah, it is kind of sixth gen. You can use that. And so it's a shame because the original Windows 10 version worked very, very nicely without any problems. Yeah, that welcome was by design. Welcome to Microsoft. It's a bait and switch. <laughs> <laughs> you bid on that now. You know, time for new PC. Yeah. So basically, if you have an older generation processor, you can't even do updates. Microsoft has literally put it in as crippleware. So you can still buy older generation processors right now, but if you load Windows 10 on them, you will not get an update ever again. Wow. Why? Right? Why? Because wow, yeah. somebody at Microsoft said because. And there's some, obviously, some marketing mathematical reason that's in their best interest, not in yours, um, to uh, not allow to update the Windows 10 if you're running a fifth-generation processor. But there's no reason for that, really. How yeah. long before we get it to be operating system as a service? Yeah, you're going to rent it from these guys forever. I don't know. That was so their original plan. We, we will put, we'll go look, Dennis, to see if there's anything that you can do to block these latest updates, because clearly it's not working for you. But I would bet you there isn't. Yeah, I keep trying to delay it because it wants every time I turn the machine on or, or you know, go online, it'll come up and, and ask me if I want to update now, and I keep saying snooze or sleeping or whatever it says next. Yeah, you delay it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see if we can find it, but I don't think there's a way, but we'll see. 
All right. Thank you so much. All right, Dennis. Good luck. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So, Mike, take a break. All right, we'll step out for a quick break. We got Mark and Ray. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. So, yeah, we are we are confirming pretty much that Microsoft is is set as an automatic update operating system, right? So that's really what they want to have happen. And there are ways to stop the updates. Some of them are, uh, well, most of them have to do with changing the registry settings, which is something we don't like to have you do. Um, you could, If you're running on Wi-Fi, you can turn your Wi-Fi connection into a metered connection. Metered meaning you're kind of paying by the megabit. And Microsoft won't force the updates because they assume you're paying for the uh, the internet connection or the data connection. So that can help. But if you're connected via Ethernet, there is no easy way to set that as metered. Um, but we'll put a link up here from CNET. There's a, 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 there's a link out there. There's one from Windows Central. And uh, you can try to limit these things. Again, it's the issue happens to be for those of you who had upgraded from a Windows 7 configuration and now your machine is not as compatible it keeps getting further and further away from compatibility of windows 10 you're having all these issues with them these latest updates uh again microsoft is not doing a good job going back and checking for those that they forced to get that free upgrade to make sure everyone's compatible uh before they force these updates down your throat and we've had two calls today of machines literally hard locking or freezing and having to revert back to a previous config and then of course the user now has to be constantly saying um, delay or don't upgrade going forward. And that obviously is a silly way to, to operate. Um, so we'll put some links up here for you to take a peek at if you really want to stop the upgrade. If you're running a current version of hardware, I would hope that that version of, of Windows 10 will always be compatible. I'll say I'll hope because we've been doing the show for over 20 years if you've watched or listened to the the uh, how how this whole process with Microsoft has gone, all you really have is hope. <laughs> they tend to break it. Period. <laughs> Let's go on to uh, Mark in North Hart, uh, Northford. Hey, Mark, what's up? How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. Uh, beginning of the program, I heard you speaking about fraud and and uh, you know identity, identity theft. theft. Yeah. And. Uh, I have uh, I have Frontier for my provider. Yeah, and they have a uh, I've signed up for their Frontier Secure. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of it, but it's no. pretty good. It, it, when you when you're doing banking on your home computer, yeah, through Frontier, mm-hmm. uh, Secure will as soon as you open up a bank, just just the website, just before you even log in, as soon as you bring it up, it a- automatically blocks a drop down comes down and says that you know you're now you know. Uh, I forget how it says it, but it's it's like a an extra, an extra firewall to block activity while you're on that bank site, mm-hmm. and then you can turn it off when you're done. And if you go on to a credit card to pay a bill, credit mm-hmm. card site to pay a bill, it pops up. So it's a, it's an automatic extra layer of protection hmm. to keep people from trying to uh, you know hack into your uh, your bank accounts and your credit card accounts. Interesting. It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, you ought to check it out. But uh, yeah, well, it sounds like it, uh, we'll we'll check it out. Uh, so you never know if it's just a little marketing thing saying, "Hey, we know you're on a banking site. You're extra secure." Or is it, are you actually extra secure? I'm guessing it's so. probably. I, I hope so. You know, 
I know. I'm, if, I would if guess. If I try to turn it off, it won't let me turn it off. It keeps popping back on. So it's it's forcing itself on me. So I'm hoping that it's doing something good. Doesn't creep you out that they know you're on a banking site? No. <laughs> Why? Do you trust them? Why do you trust them? Where do you trust? Oh, I used to work for them. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't know. You know, I know that's kind of ludicrous. But yeah. the other thing is, is that I have a couple of older HP laptops. Yeah. I know that age means that I should probably upgrade and everything else. But the, the thing is that they're not very large. Yeah. Uh, as far as memory. Yeah. And does that does that uh, does does it is it true that more memory will give you faster? Uh, in other words, it's kind of, they're kind of sluggish. Yeah. Know, they're always kind of sluggish. Well, I, I probably have like two-thirds of the memory or maybe even three-quarters of the memory is used up now with whatever crap is in there. Right, so that's the hard drive space you mean, right? The hard drive, right. Yeah, hard drive shouldn't affect performance. Uh, you can have a trunk full of stuff in your car and you can still go 65. Uh, so that's not the issue. Memory, RAM for the machine, yes, can improve your performance. So if you have 4 gigs of RAM, 8 gigs of RAM, 16 gigs of RAM, the more RAM can improve your performance, uh, but it also is combined with the processor and other things. So not just the hard drive space. If the machines are five or six years old, though, Mark, I wouldn't spend any money on upgrading them, okay? No, 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 no. Right. I, I definitely want to get something better, but uh, so I should go for... Hang on one sec. Uh, We're going to a hard break, Mark. All right. back. Going to be here till 11 o'clock. A little working man here for you. Feel free to get online. we got three lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Do a little research on that caller about the frontier security. Don't see anything special. Uh, Most likely what he was referring to was the fact that when you connect to a banking site or any kind of payment site, they're going to use something called HTTPS, as in SAM, for a secure connection. And uh, most likely he's getting a little browser notification that he's connected in that way, which is good. Uh, also, they offer you know safe surfing and what have you, but OpenDNS offers that for free. Frontier will charge you six bucks. So uh, you can get all the technology of, of surfing safely through OpenDNS um, that we've been talking about. So I'm not sure if there's anything extra they're offering other than a notification that when you connect you're seeing that you're connected through a HTTPS browser, but that's not really the be-all and the end-all if you happen to have a keylogger on your system. You know, I don't know how safe that still is, uh, but uh, every little bit helps, right? So if he feels more safe, that's great. Let's go on to Ray in uh, Burlington. Hey, Ray. Hi, how are you doing today? Doing fine, how are you? Good, thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Um, I've been, as I've been hearing your show today, I've heard a few other comments about folks upgrading to Windows 10 from an earlier operating system. I yeah. have something similar. So um, I have a Lenovo Yoga Pro 2 tablet laptop. Yep. When I purchased it about two and a half years ago, it had Windows 8.1. Yep. I did perform the free upgrade to Windows 10 about a year ago. Yep. And uh, there are a couple issues, but the one that's kind of maintained that I continue to have some issues with is um, I started to experience some screen flickering when I'm on battery power. Okay. So the screen would kind of blink on and off, and if I hit the return key a few times, it would stop. More recently, I've had it occurring more frequently, and the way to, I'll say, to temporarily correct it is I just close the, the um, screen down, open it back up, re-log in, and it uh, seems to work for a while. Mm. But uh, I 
have done some searching on the problem. I've seen a number of things where I mentioned it might be because of the chart issue, um, going into dis- going into battery power and disabling your um, the uh, power saving technology, something like that. Um, I also thought maybe I update my drivers. So yeah. uh, I'm not sure what else to try, but um, curious to know if it's something that maybe you could help me out with. Yeah, drivers is the first thing we would look at. Um, we'd okay. want to see if there's an updated video driver for that yoga for Windows 10. Okay. Um, you just go out and you'd go to yoga. You'd go to Lenovo directly and put okay. in your make and model and see if there's a new video driver. That could correct the issue. Okay. Lenovo also has a utility that should be installed on it. That's uh, Lenovo Updates. Okay. And you might yeah. want to run that. And it'll it's pretty darn good. It's supposed to dra- grab the latest drivers oh, it, for everything. It does a fantastic job. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. HP has one as well, so it'll take a look and say, hey, there's a new BIOS update or there's a new driver update. So that's the first okay. step always. If it's still flickering, yeah. though, it could also just be a physical problem um, with the monitor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not, nothing you can do there other than decide to get your monitor repaired, but it might be more expensive than it's worth. So you're saying, I think you mentioned Lenovo driver update should be a, an app or a feature yes. on my on the uh, tablet? Yep. Okay. Nor- normally it's uh, automatic. You know, they're, they're, they try to interface with you all the time. What were you going to say, Ray? Well, one other thing I was going to ask you about is I've, I've used a number of the OsLogix products, the Defrag, Boost Speed, Registry clean, Cleaner. And when I was um, getting the... I think it was the boost speed recently. It also popped up about driver updater. Mm-hmm. I know you mentioned the Lenovo driver updater on the computer. What's your opinion about the OsLogix driver updater? Is that a, a decent driver it, updater also that's worth purchasing and using on an ongoing basis? No, if it's not from the manufacturer, I wouldn't use it because a oh, lot of times that. that they they also install other things that you don't want. Right. And so I would steer anybody clear of any of that. I just don't believe in them and. They're giving you something else. If you want to fix your computer, you want to go to the manufacturer of the device right. or the manufacturer of the computer. Yeah. We, I agree with Bob. You know, any kind of third parties can be ri- risky. So ho- okay. hopefully Lenovo's updater is correct in knowing what drivers you need. Oh, I've got a lot of clients that's yeah. got that. And yeah, we're Lenovo partners. so It's pretty, okay. pretty awesome. Good. One last question. This is I, I think I was able to... Uh, modify this over the last year, but initially I had my, my cursor at times, whether I'm in Word or I could be in Microsoft Note or some different applications, uh, typing an email, my cursor where I'm trying to type will move, you know, jump on parts of the screen. Is that something that also could potentially be a driver issue with the... Uh, yeah, always start there with drivers, yes. But if you have a, a pad on the laptop, like a trackpad, your thumb could be touching it as you're typing or you're or the heel of your hand could be touching it and moving it around. That does happen a lot. It happens that to happens me all too. the time. Okay. Yeah, so it just right. could be you're, you're brushing it, and it's a little sensitive, and it's moving it around. But always update your drivers first. Okay, great. Thanks right. very much for the help. I appreciate it. Hey, good luck, Ray. Let us know how it goes out. I will. Thank all you. Right. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Uh, hopefully it's not a physical issue with a flickering screen. Let's go on to Jim in Collinsville. Morning, Jim. Uh, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. Um, DLNA. DLNA. Are you familiar with it? No, I haven't heard of it. What is that all about? Uh, it's a media uh, transmission uh, protocol. 
All where right. you can send video or pictures from your computer yeah. to your TV set. Cool. You become a media server. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm familiar uh, with it now, have, all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I have a five-year-old uh, LG TV. Yeah. And it came with a DLNA dongle. Yep. That connects to a USB port. All right. And on my PC, I have a Hopage tuner connected to an antenna, and it basically turns your computer into a combination TV and DVR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is right up Bob's alley. He's done that himself. Yeah. No, it, 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 that, that works great. Yeah. And I've always been able to access what I record from my TV uh, via D. NLA. Digital D-L-N-A. Link. I forget what it stands for. Yep, yep. Um, all of a sudden, as of yesterday, uh, when I go to the DLNA input and select a folder uh, that videos or pictures in, it tells me that that folder is empty. Ooh. Yet when I go to the computer and look in the folder, there's lots of stuff in it. Hmm. And I'm, I looked on, online for solutions to it, and I can't find anybody that had that problem. All right, so you're missing your data. Well, I found a lot of people and got the problem, and I don't have a solution for you yet, though. Windows 10? <laughs> well, yeah, the Windows DLNA, um, it's, it's, uh, it's a service that you put on so that it works with your TVs and what have you. Right. Yeah. And, um, and like I said, I see a lot of, of people that make appliances that, that support it, and it apparently breaks quite a bit, but I don't have an answer for you yet. So yeah, so he's not he's not kidding. It's it's probably kind of an isolated case, but well, considering I never heard of it until just a second ago, for me it is. But you know your media is there. Can you play? Is all media gone, or is it just yes, all media? Any folder I go to, whether it's a video folder or okay, or photos or music, it says the file is empty. All right, so I'm going to guess then that DLNA is using some sort of database to manage all your media, right? So it, it, it's probably not using just an old file structure and saying, oh, you know, Jim's got a file called, you know, uh, dogs.whatever, and that's the video I want to play. It's probably a database it's managing so it knows more about these files and is dealing with managing the files. I bet you you've got a database problem with the DLNA uh, system where it, it just can't decipher what it's got in its database to show you anything, even though you know you've got data. That's what I'm going to start looking up. We're going to take a break anyway. So can I put you on hold and have us do a little bit of research to see if there's some sort of corruption in that database that we, I'm guessing that could be okay. cleared? So let me put you on hold for a sec, and we'll do a little research for you. All right, Jim? Okay, great. Thanks. You got it. So we'll see if we can help Jim out. We're going to have three lines open for you. Feel free to get online. And Dr. Alessi will be in coming in at 11 o'clock, and uh, he'll come in with healthy rounds and uh, give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. We have one line open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. And Jim, you still there? Still here. All right. So in the research I did, I kind of did go off the idea that DLNA works on some sort of database to kind of catalog what you've got for files. And it would seem that you need to force your DLNA to re-index. It's lost its index. It's lost 
understanding for um, your 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 files. Now, I haven't had enough time to figure out exactly how to force that to happen. I'm hoping because you're a DLNA expert, you know where to go in the software to force a reindex. Um, in general, yes, not specifically DLNA. Okay. The idea here is that the, the, some, somehow it doesn't know that you've got the, 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 the information there. So you've got to force it to know it again. And a re-index is how you have to do that. And um, there's many forums on this. There's a whole DLNA community out there from what I understand. So you just need to force a re-index. I say that with quotes around it. You just need to. <laughs> but okay. I don't know how, much, how many files you have, but clearly the whole index is gone, right? It doesn't know you have any files. That's correct. So kind of pretend that you started fresh today and you're telling it, hey, index my files, please. Go look, go look here, look here, look here, and reindex because I we I think your index is corrupted in some way, or maybe you've reached some sort of maximum, or who knows. Um, okay. Does that make sense? Yes, much, okay. very much. Okay, I'll, so I'll poke around in there later, and hopefully I can figure out how to index. Yeah, go look for look based on that. I think you'll find your answers. Yeah, very good. All right, Jim. Uh, one other quickie. Sure. Um, did you ever hear of a side by side error? Only when I'm dancing with my wife. <laughs> um, well, yesterday on my laptop, yeah. whenever I tried to go to a, any website, it would this window would pop up and it would say side-by-side error with uh, a lot of gobbledygook I don't understand. Just for, I was using Google, uh, I was using Chrome. Yeah. Just for the heck of it, I tried the same thing with uh, Firefox. Mm-hmm. And Firefox, I could get to some websites, but not others. Huh. Without, get, without getting this error, I went back to Chrome, and every website gave me that error. Strangely enough, today it's okay. <laughs> well, I'm looking here. There is a, some sort of portion of Microsoft that has to do with side-by-side. I don't even know what side-by-side side is. It's probably some feature um, of the browser that nobody uses or somebody uses, but not me. There's a folder that in... Uh under Windows, that's a S by S X S, which is S by X. Yeah, and that stands for side by side. It's part of the operating system, so something's not right there. Yeah, there is a. You can get side by side errors just for just for running Microsoft Access 2010. Um, so it definitely sounds like it's a integral part of the operating system. But if it's working right now, something must have updated and corrected. I wouldn't concern yourself. I've never seen yeah. that error before. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, hopefully I won't see it again. Well, these are old errors, too. These go back to 2015 that we're seeing as far as the uh, Internet. So how old's the operating system? How old's your machine? Uh, the machine is was new in January. Oh, okay. Okay, well, you've got a new error then with side-by-side. Side. Let's just hope it doesn't pop up again, Jim, because it looks like it's integral to the operating system. Uh, I don't know what exactly okay. it does. I've never come across it, but let's just hope uh, maybe with an update it cleared it. Who knows? Well, I'll just keep my fingers crossed. For now. Okay. That's what, us geeks do that a lot, actually. And then the ticket comes back, and that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jim. Very good. Thank you much. You're welcome. Go index that DLNA. Uh, let's quickly go on to uh, Mark and Glastonbury. Hey, Mark. Mark, you there? Oh, Mark's listening on the radio. Mark, you there? Mark. Oh, going once, twice, three. Uh, Mark, you there? You there? There you are. What's up, Mark? 
Hey, thanks, man. Turn your radio down. Uh, you're hearing yourself in an echo, oh, okay. and that's going to be a mess. Uh, when I'm, when I'm, I got a, a Windows 7. Yeah. With the HP. Yep. Laptop. All right. G62. So I went on there, and it didn't have a problem, but I didn't use it for a couple couple of months. All right. Went back on there. It was hard for me to get into the email. Okay. Got into the email, and then it said, uh, your browser is not supported. Supported? It's not a... Uh, what's that word? I'm uh, <laughs> secure. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, your browser's not secure. Exactly. Okay. So you could be connecting to a site that's not using HTTPS, which would be a secure browser. Right. I've seen that before. I know what you're talking about. That is not coming up anymore. Hmm. So, so does it? Because I had gotten the free, uh, 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 the one that. You, that's free that you, you you spoke earlier. Windows 10? No, no, no. I got Windows 7. The one that's that opens Mozilla that, Firefox? That free. Does that time out after a while? Oh, Mozilla or Chrome or those things? Right, right, yeah. right. And it said that I wasn't also, it said that I didn't have that. Hmm. Then I saw it on the bottom, mm -hmm. and I was going to drag it and install it, but I, I got afraid because... One time I did something similar to that, and I got a virus on a computer. Yeah, we don't want that. Right. So, so what browser are you using, Mark? I'm sorry? What browser are you using? I'm using um, Frontier. Uh, Frontier is your internet. I Google. You're using the little beach ball, Chrome? Uh, it said to use Chrome. I was, uh, to use Chrome, I was using the, the regular, you know, you go on the uh, internet. The, the E then, the little the E. e. Exactly. All right. So. so I would guess if you went to help and go down to about, it's going to tell you what version of Internet Explorer you have. And I would bet that you have an older version, not yeah. version 11. And we tell you to go over to Chrome. So use Google Chrome and then try to connect to your, your email. And I bet you it will be secure. Okay. So when I saw that pop-up come up, I was going to use it, but I was afraid. I said, doggone it, I don't want to get another virus. No, I don't want you to get a virus either. But you're using OpenDNS, correct? I had put that on there, Good. right? So, so maybe you're... I can read. There's a, can, um, is there a way you could uh, put it on your site so that I, would, I can reinstall it to check it? Reinstall OpenDNS? Yeah, I want to. I had trouble hearing your 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 coworker, your partner there, on what yeah. he had said. Hmm. Sir, so, yeah, we have links for OpenDNS that so you can go ahead and take a look what, at. What exactly did he say? Because I could barely hear him. Uh, he wants go you to go to check it. Chrome. You want to go to? Oh, go to Help and About of IE. He's assuming Internet Explorer is an old flavor for you, and I would agree. So we want you to download the new version of Chrome and use that as a browser. Does that make sense? Okay. Try that and see if that works out for you, Mark. Okay, can you uh, please put that on your... We'll do so. We'll put a link to Chrome for you. Okay, God bless you guys. All right, Mark. You. Our pleasure. <laughs> Computers can be a big pain for everybody, so we understand. So I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. And uh, Dr. Alessi will be in next with Healthy Rounds. Everything we've talked about should be po posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It'll also show up on your Facebook feed if you like Tab Computer Systems. And also, if you follow us at Tab Computer Sys on Twitter, right next to Trump is Tab Computer Sys. <laughs> Feel free to follow us. We'll see you next Saturday. See you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.